So welcome to this episode of the Dental Assistant Nation podcast powered by Ignite DA. My name is Kevin Henry, the co-founder of Ignite DA, as well as the editor-in-chief for DrByCuspid.com. And thankful for you spending a few minutes of your day with us, whether you found us through Google Play, Amazon, iTunes, Stitcher, or Dr. By Cuspid. And joining us to start 2021 as a dear friend and a regular contributor and just all-around great guy, and that's Dental's pharmacology expert, Tom Viola. Tom, Happy New Year, man. How are you? Kevin, Happy New Year to you. Thank you so much for the opportunity. You're the all-around good guy. I just follow in your footsteps. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll go down the yellow brick road with you anytime, my friend. We'll just follow <laughs> law all the way down. So. If, if I only had a brain. That's all I <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I know you've got a brain because you saw something that came out before the holidays, and we're going to backtrack a little bit back into that dreaded 2020 uh, talk about something that came out that maybe a lot of folks didn't see or was overlooked because of the timing of it. Uh, but you want to talk about bisphosphonates today. And what's something that you saw that you think dental professionals need to know about with that? You know, it's funny, uh, Kevin, you and I have this history of uh, going over stuff uh, towards the end of the year, beginning of January, and we find these little pearls. I can uh, bring you back in time to that article I, I, we, we contributed on uh, with uh, Gavin Penton being uh, yep. that's uh uh, a great drug, but is abused often in this country, as some states have uh, bore witness to. Uh, so this is one of those uh, same scenarios where it came out right in December, right in the middle of the holidays, and maybe a lot of people overlooked it. And that was a study that said that the risk for a hip fracture uh, after five years of the use of bisphosphonates uh, is very low. So it almost uh, seems to point to the fact that uh, maybe it's a good idea to discontinue bisphosphonates or at least discuss it with your doctor after five years because it doesn't really show much benefit after that five-year interval. And I thought that was interesting because that seems like the way the FDA has gone with a lot of medications uh, that are used for uh, treating osteoporosis. You know, the bisphosphonates had their history as uh, drugs used to treat bone cancer way back when. Mm -hmm. uh, and they still caused ONJ and they still caused other issues uh, back then. But, you know, when you're dealing with a diagnosis of uh, bone cancer, ONJ really wasn't high on the list of priorities. Uh, but now that we're taking those same drugs and we're using them to treat uh, what's considered to be a, a non-lethal or certainly, you know, just life-changing, but not necessarily life-threatening disease like osteoporosis, uh, we, we tend to think more about side effects and, again, benefit versus risk. And as it turns out, you know, we always thought the bisphosphonates were effective, and they are very much so in, in restoring bone density and maintaining bone density. But we always had that risk in the back of our minds about ONJ and even the atypical femur fractures. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, this study that was published uh, December 7th, there you go, right in the middle of all the holiday uh, hubbub, uh, it was in the JAMA uh, Open Network, and it clearly said that bisphosphonates do indeed lower hip fracture risk during the first three to five years, but afterwards, the benefit is less clear. And, and I think that's really interesting because if you think about, you know, things that we've always thought about and all of a sudden something comes along to kind of shake it up a little bit or to change our perspective, you know, and, and you brought up again, the, the necrosis of the jaw and, and some issues that may come with that. Uh, is, is that the biggest thing that you think uh, dentists need to know about whenever it comes to the bisphosphonates here or, or what, what's the big uh, dental twist, shall I say? Yep. So that, that's the thing. You know, we always have sort of uh, thought about it from a risk versus benefit ratio and said, okay, well, yes, the risk of 
osteonecrosis of the jaw from bisphosphonates exists. It's probably less than 1%. Okay. Uh, so, that's, so that's the risk. The benefit, though, in preventing uh, spinal fractures and pain like kyphosis uh, and, and preventing risk fractures and the all-important hip fractures, yeah. which can be deadly, you know, just based on the convalescent period, you know, we always thought, okay, the benefit outweighs the risk. We'll, we'll take our chances. And, and it was because with such, you know, qualified professionals, we know what to look for with ONJ. But we also realized, wow, when ONJ does happen, there's not, many, not much we can do for it. There's really not a, a right. solid treatment protocol. So lo and behold, now this study comes out that says, well, after five years, there's not much benefit. So maybe it's time for us to reassess that risk versus benefit and say, is it really worth continuing bisphosphonates or is that something a patient should have a conversation with their doc about to maybe think about discontinuing if there's no real benefit. Yeah. And, and I love you brought that up because that's where my mind was going is that whole medical dental collaboration and everybody being on the same page. And, you know, I just, right before you and I jumped on this, I was talking to our mutual friend, Teresa Duncan, she and she it. was talking about all the medical dental collaborations that she sees coming maybe in 2021 in terms of insurance and, and everything else. And maybe this is something else that could push down that road where dentists and doctors are actually working together. Again. Couldn't have said it better, my friend. That's exactly right. You know, we, we you and I have talked about this so many times, uh, how having the dentists and the hygienists and the assistants being more part of that medical team the uh, the inevitable convergence of, of dentistry and medicine, which is ongoing. And this is just another one of those footholds we can take early on uh, to see that, okay, well, again, risk versus benefit. Let's talk to the doc. Let's get right. a sense of, you know, what's this person's risk. And believe it or not, it's just a, not just women, it's men too. You know, men uh, can suffer hip fractures and, and bone fractures later on, but they are on bisphosphonates as well. So it's it's really timely for us to take another good look at this and say, okay, what what should the new protocol be, and how can we best partner with our medical friends and figure out what's the, what's the best uh, opportunity for us to collaborate and maybe even reconsider the use of bisphosphonates overall. Absolutely, you know, and and I always love how the new year dawns, and you know, we all do well. We're going to eat better. We're going to exercise more. You know, those are all these resolutions that we have. You know, and I think that that would be such a great one for our industry as a whole is to resolve to work more closely for the benefit of the patient in 2021 with the medical brethren who are out there. Absolutely. You know, this is uh, obviously it was published in uh, in JAMA. So it's it's not something that's germane to us. But that's why I think you and I work so well together, Kevin, because I can bring some of the stuff that's published outside of the world of dentistry into dentistry and you can get the word out there yeah. and that makes this podcast and the information we present more valuable to our our listeners the dental professionals because they can now use that to approach their medical professional colleagues and who knows you know it's the start of something big as far as collaboration so if and and i'm going to go down a, a very similar road that we usually go down but if if there's a bisphosphonate that shows up on a medical history and again we know that the assistant's often in the front line of that is that just something that he or she needs to bring to the doc's attention or what's the best thing to do if you see that on a, a dentist or sorry, a dental patient's uh, record? Yep. So you see a, a bisphosphonate on a, a patient's medical history. The first thing you're going to do is look for obvious signs of potentially uh, ONJ. It's again, it's pretty rare considering uh, yep. based on, on, on statistics, but bottom line is the patient may not even know they have ONJ 
or they, they may just think, and I've had patients say this, they feel like a new tooth is coming in. Uh -huh. Really, it's exposed jawbone. So they may not know it. They may not be aware of it. But again, now with the idea, okay, I'm looking at the medical history. They've been on this bisphosphonate. How long have you been on it? Oh, it's got to be six years now. Okay, maybe it's time to work with our medical partners and reassess uh, continuing the drug. Just because now, if there's real, really no benefit, why not reduce the risk altogether? Great stuff, my friend. And I know it's a new year. I know a lot has changed. We've changed calendars, everything else. But one thing that hasn't changed is I know you've got a lot of great information to to keep sharing with people and hopefully, God forbid, even in person in 2021. <laughs> but, it, but until then, how do they get a hold of you and learn a little bit more? Anytime. I'm looking forward to hearing from everybody. And again, new year, hopefully 2020 is in our rear view forever and we can just move on and, and finally uh, get back to life as normal. So uh, anytime anybody wants to reach me, it's TomViola.com uh, and at social media, all of the different platforms, it's uh, Pharmacology Declassified. Tom, as always, man, thanks for, I love that you dig into the weeds a little bit, find things that maybe get overlooked, especially with the holidays, and that you bring your expertise to our listeners and our uh, Dr. By Cuspid audience. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, my friend. Always a pleasure. Looking forward to more of these in the new year with you. Absolutely. That's something you can count on. No doubt about that. And, and we appreciate all of you listening. We know that your time is valuable, especially in the new year when so much is going on. So thank you for being a part of this. And hey, make sure you're subscribed to the Dental Assistant Nation podcast so you can get the latest episodes delivered straight to you whenever they become available. But for now, Kevin Henry, co-founder of Ignite DA, as well as editor-in-chief for DrByCuspid.com, signing off, wishing you great health and great success in the new year. Together, we rise.